Welcome to Cancelled. Here we are once again. Fuck, no, that was terrible. I need something to... No, fuck it. We keep rolling. That's how we do here. <laughs> we just fuck up, and I don't want to edit, so... There was nothing wrong with your intro. Yeah, but nothing happened. Like, I did the... but And then I had nothing to follow up, Welcome to Cancelled, and I didn't uh, want to be like, we're doing this cold check thing again. Yeah. Uh, I have something to mention, and then just nothing happened, and, like, my brain shut off. <laughs> And I was like, wow, fuck, I'll just punch out. But nah, we're good. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck it. Fuck word. Without work, we have nothing, is what Pat Dean just told me <laughs> a moment ago. Yeah, as I sat really down. fucking bummed me out. Yeah, as I sat down with my Lone Star and my Snickers bar. <laughs> like a five-year-old with a drinking problem. Great. <laughs> How you been, Mr. I'm Dean? good. I'm in a good mood. Yeah? Yeah, I got tomorrow off, man. Nice. Gonna tell some jokes and some open mics. Life's okay. You doing well tonight? Yeah. Lord. Try to hit up some other ones uh, before that. Uh, what about you? How is your life? Fucking, you know... Same old shit. Valentine's Day just went past. Oh shit! What did you do? I didn't do a fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I worked and Maris made a nice dinner and you know gifts, whatever. Sounds lovely. Yeah, it was fucking. You know, we've been together like fucking three years. So I shot pool with Nick Savarino. Oh, that's romantic. Yeah, that was, it was a nice evening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a really nice. Where'd evening. you shoot pool? The Grand. Fair enough. That should have that would make sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the pool hall that's blocks from here that yep. makes fucking perfect sense. That it you was would... a lovely time. Just me and Big Dick Nick having the time of our lives together, you know? Uh, I prefer Big Booty Nick because it's more accurate, but... <laughs> You've seen his penis? You've inspected it? Uh, no, I have no idea about his penis, but that butt cannot hide. It's crazy. <laughs> it's high? Like, it's like a, it's high on, the, on his back? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. Nick Savarino, immaculate ass. Just ch- check it out. <laughs> very, very funny comedian as well. Yeah, it's so. funny. Well, yeah, he's funny, but I like to focus on it. <laughs> yeah, but ass first. You know? Oh, shit. Speaking of ass first, <laughs> Kolchak. Kolchak. There's a little bit of ass in that second episode. Yeah. First episode, not so much. Episode 11, a little, not like high on the sex appeal. No. Uh huh. Solid episodes? I feel like both of these were solid episodes. I I think my favorite one is episode 11. Really? So far, yeah. You think that's your favorite one of the series? I really liked it. Okay, what 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 did you like so much about it? Here's what I liked about this series, or about this episode. The episode is about a uh, a, a group of, uh, of of humans who are being terrorized by this strange fucking monster. <laughs> okay, so basically, it's the same as every episode. Well, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. But what I liked about it was that so this monster is a shapeshifter, and right. he shapeshifts into whoever you trust the most. Right. And so what I really liked about it is that you only see the monster from the front for like a split second. Yeah, yeah. And then every time that it's trying to sneak up on somebody, from the front, you see him as the human being, right. and from the back, you see him as the monster. Yeah, yeah It's hard yeah, to explain. Yeah, yeah, if you yeah, see yeah. the episode, you know what I'm talking about. I just thought it was a really cool way yeah. to do it. I'll man. give you that. I'll give you that. And it's another one where apparently this is uh, a thing in Hindu mythology. Yeah. This Rakshasa, it's a real, like, well, not real, but, like, it really exists in their mythology. Right. Uh, a monster I've never heard of. No. And, okay, so it opens with these three, or four, it's like four old Jewish guys that are going to play poker. Yeah. And they couldn't be more stereotypically <laughs> old Jewish men if they were a fucking Nazi propaganda poster. Right, yeah. They're literally arguing over 50 cents, that viciously, very upset. That's the thing, is that, like, if it didn't have that part, 
where they're like, I paid you. You never paid me. Oh, I need the 50 cents. <laughs> if that never happened, yeah, yeah, yeah. you'd just be like, well, you know, that's a stereotype, but people exist like that. And then after that happened, you're like, ah, kind of hard to defend that part. Yeah. Uh, but I love those dudes. I like those dudes very much. One of them is Sergeant Bilko from the old TV series. Sergeant oh, Bilko, the guy with the glasses who eventually... Oh, uh, really? The, he's the one who calls Kolchak to tell him about the fucking second murders. Dang, I never uh, fucking picked up on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I looked up his name. I don't remember it now, but it's, it's Sergeant Bilko from the old TV show. Um, <laughs> yeah. First, I want to address this. They're having this poker game. It's against Jewish law to gamble on Fridays. I feel like it's probably against Jewish law to just gamble. In but general, listen, yeah. Listen, like most religions, but whatever. Um <laughs> So these old men sneak away from, from Temple and their wives, and they have this running poker game. And it's Penny Annie. They win. Somebody is like, we, they, let, they let the old uh, security guard play. They're, they're having this game in, like, a meatpacking warehouse, I think. It was, like, an abandoned meatpacking warehouse. I don't warehouse. think it's abandoned, because that guy's the security guard for that building. Yeah. And that's why they let him play, because he can get them in and get the space. Uh, and also, they, they're like... And he's terrible at cards, sometimes losing as much as 75 cents. <laughs> Very fucking... Ugh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but they, they keep talking about how, like... So they're, they're in uh, Roosevelt Heights, I think is the name of the, town, of the yeah. area of the city that they're in. And it's a predominantly Jewish neighborhood. Uh, and it's gone to shit over the years. And, like, the garbage doesn't get picked up. So there's a rat problem. But when they go into this fucking meatpacking plant, the dressing to make it a meatpacking plant is just barrels of garbage with bones sticking out of them. Yeah. Just like bones with scraps of meat stuck on them, like like brontosaurus ribs from fucking Flintstones. <laughs> Put the fucking bones in a bag. There's just rotting meat everywhere, and they're like, and rats crawling in them and shit, and they're like, ah, oh, this looks like a good place to play cards. That's kind of why I thought it was abandoned, because there was literally just rats running around. Yeah, the brontosaurus bones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, no, that's a building. That's nice. a business. That's an I operation. I love that. Like they go one of the one of those one of those uh, old Jews, one of the OJs. Yeah, yeah. He, he goes outside, <laughs> and it's like, oh, you have to go grab something or whatever. And he's just like, ah, oh, but walking outside with all the 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 uh, yeah, yeah. He's pig like the meats. pig knuckles and oh. the pig ribs and the bacon. Yeah, I just yeah, love yeah, the yeah, idea yeah. of them not. Like being like, okay, we can't eat this is against our religion, but also hating it for some reason. Like, <laughs> but also, so... I like the idea that if that if that had been giant barrels of rotting beef, fine, no problem. Who cares? Yeah, don't, don't give a shit. It's that's not, not that's not the Torah. Disgusting at all. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they fucking. Uh, I enjoyed very much the so the old security guard dies. He's killed by the rakshasa. He's they rakshasa the rakshasa. Eats human flesh, so he's just bones when the cops find him. Talking it's like brutal. Ten minutes. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, oh, the rats must have eaten him first. And it's like, not in fucking ten minutes. Like, <laughs> it's a ridiculous. The fucking, like, the, the arguments that the cops are clinging to to make a sense of crazy shit are just getting more and more ridiculous. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, ah, air piranhas. Probably yeah. air piranhas. Um, <laughs> his, his, his skin just leapt off him after yeah, he died. Yeah, you know yeah, how yeah. those people are. Right, Wait, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That just makes it anti Semitic <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> uh, the two. Uh, so one of the other old guys from the card game is walking home from a movie with his wife, and I love every beat of that scene. I it's loved it. Kind of long, like it goes on it's for so a while. long. Uh, so the premise of the scene is that they're leaving this movie. The the uh, 
husband wants to take a shortcut through this alley. The wife's scared. She doesn't want to go through the alley, particularly now that this guy's been murdered and uh, or died or whatever. She's, she's died. And the fucking husband's like, he died. He was 80. He's entitled. I just I love, love that. It's so perfectly. I, I have such affinity for old Jewish men. I just yeah, yeah. love and, it. And that the cadence of that speech and the and just the I don't know. It, there's like old Jew comedian is maybe my best. favorite comedian. It's the best. Well, th- I think maybe that's why I've all, I, I have such an affinity for him is that they kind of created the fucking art form essentially that yeah. you and I are mangling every night. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's, a, it's like I don't know. There's just something about it. Yeah, I, and then she's like she's like yeah, then all those swastikas popping up. Yeah, well, so it's like, a, what? like and they turn the alley, they turn the corners. Yeah. Now, by the way. This seems like we, we have very much condensed this scene because there's a lot of conversation that happens in this scene. They leave the movie theater and the wife's like, I didn't understand the movie. And the old man's like, what's to understand? They take their clothes off. That's what they do now. Like, it's just fucking... <laughs> and then she goes off on a weird tangent about their sex life. How uh, She's like, we never took our clothes off either. Because he says something like two old actors. They never took their clothes off. He's like, she's like, we never really took our clothes off either. Never turned the lights on either. It's like, she's like, all that running back and forth in the bathroom, putting on pajamas, doing all that ceremony. Ceremony? What the fuck are you doing? What was so great. Yeah, she says that. And she's also like, there's like a weird moment where she's like, but you know, what if we didn't do that? Yeah, she's like, she's like, what did we have to be ashamed of, Saul? It was she's so having this reflective moment about like their fucking sexual mores of the time. So weird, but like, but the thing about that scene though is that I, it is fucking completely out of nowhere and really strange. <laughs> yeah, but I it leads to nothing. To nothing. Yeah, there's yeah. no. There's a completely pointless. But it, it tells it kind of you kind of learn a lot about who these people are in a, like a three paragraph thing. Yeah, and it does it like. You connect to them. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, these are, like, actualized humans. They're kind of funny. They've got issues or whatever. And then they're fucking dead. Yeah. Eaten by that rock and real fast. What's weird is, so it's supposed to be, the, like, it comes to you as the person you trust, right? Why they're, the person they trust the most is just a cop? I don't understand. Yeah. Um, I thought I was going to be like, oh. I, I don't know if it's trust the most or just trust because at the end, Kolchak sees the old lady, yeah. like who does the fucking answers. I, I think I think it is just someone they trust, not the right. most. Because later on, someone sees the the monster as as Kolchak, who right. we just met. So yeah, of, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's funny that like it's not like oh, Officer McNally, who we've known no, for, for years, years. just yeah, yeah. walks the beat or whatever. Yeah, could just, just be some dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had a costume. They don't fucking yeah. know. Uh, but they turn the alley to go to, like, so he wants to take the shortcut, and she's like, I don't want to do it. And he's like, fuck you, bitch. I'll meet you at home. And he just walks off I'll have the, the cocoa waiting my, for you. Yeah, my feet hurt or whatever. <laughs> he's so mad. Uh, they turn that alley, and there are swastikas everywhere. Everywhere. And every two feet is a giant swastika. And at first I was like, oh, is this going to be like, oh, it's like, because there's like one that's like spray paint. It's like, oh, it's graffiti kids i mean if i'm being honest i drew a lot of swastikas as a kid not like graffiti i didn't spray paint it but like doodling yeah I doodled a lot of swastikas when yeah, I was just child. being silly you don't <laughs> think about what it means well for one it's a very it's easy yeah it kind of looks like a throwing star that's yeah. cool and it's easily hidden because you can just turn it into windows you turn it into the Windows logo real fast oh, by yeah. boxing it off, and then no one knows you were drawing swastikas. Plus, they weren't wrong. No, I'm kidding. But, um, <laughs> it, is... but it, it becomes the, that thing of, well, actually, the swastika has been around for centuries, long before the Nazis, and the Hindus used it as a blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 
And if you're Hindu, feel free to make that argument. But if you're just some fucking white dude trying yeah. to bring that up, stop. You're not saving the goddamn swastika. It's yeah, for you. it's hard to reappropriate that because technically, yeah, the rights, whatever. People do that a lot where it's like, yeah. You know, but originally it meant this. Well, it hasn't meant that in quite yeah. some time now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we need Let's to move Let's say on. at least since the 40s, yeah. right? How about you just draw a peace sign then, fuckface? <laughs> yeah. If you love peace so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah, one's yeah, yeah. appropriated that yet. Just use that. A yeah, smiley yeah. face? Just do that. Yeah. Why, I mean, why just yeah. the no, shit people? You're just a fucking shit troll. Yeah. Uh, so Sergeant Bilko calls Kolchak <laughs> and tells him that fucking uh, 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 these two, uh, the. Uh, there's been two more murders. Yeah. They've been eaten. Uh, he thinks it's this Hindu guy because it's, uh, he's opened a uh, Indian restaurant in the middle of his Jewish neighborhood. And he's like, <laughs> I like that Bilko's like, I don't know about you, but kosher chutney doesn't sound so hot. <laughs> like he's he's talking to Kolchak about two of his fr- two of his friends who have been murdered horrifically, but he's still fucking like got time to crack wise. Yep, you know yep, what I mean? Definitely, I really enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a weird kind of moment. Yeah, I remember watching that and thinking like, man, if I thought like if I was like, oh, like a couple of my friends have been murdered and then eaten, and I'd be like, I think it was this motherfucker. I don't know if I would be like, huh, and also, oh boy, yeah. this product is substandard. I got well, some singers, yeah, 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 murder. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So he's, because the Indian guy has been drawn, or Hindu, whatever he is, I'm not good at ethnicities. I believe uh, he's supposed to be Indian. Yeah, I believe so, because, I mean, Colchak's like, he's Pakistani maybe, who knows, uh, but I, it's definitely Hindu, because this god is a, this monster is a Hindu monster. Uh-huh. <laughs> then he's like this old Indian dude who has this restaurant but his waiter is just a white guy with, like, I can't tell if he's Jewish or Italian, but he's, like, kind of young. And he's like, comes out and he's like, oh, this is Bakshlamaka or whatever. Yeah. But he, he kind of puts on an accent. And Colchak's like, oh, what's that? And he's like, oh, it's a beef curry. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, <laughs> he, he drops his shtick immediately. immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. the worst employee ever. Well, also, there's no fucking there's no customers in this restaurant. Zero. It's just Kolchak. And yep. even the guy says, like, oh, yeah, nobody's coming. This is an old Jewish neighborhood. If it's not matzo balls and chicken soup, nobody wants anything to do with this place. Uh, Kolchak, there's a lot of, like, classic Kolchak things. He goes to an expert, this kind of stuck-up British guy who I actually really liked because he didn't have a lot of time for Kolchak shit. Oh, that but he, guy. He was doing it in a very, like, polite British way where fucking he's... Kolchak's like, yeah. So, so Kolchak goes and breaks into this fucking Hindu guy's house, which, fuck you, Kolchak. You can't just do that. I know you're a reporter, but you can't just start breaking into people's fucking houses. He just does that. It's so funny. It's so funny. He does it again in the next episode. The number of, like, military officials, police officials he's impersonated, the number of homes he's breaking in, yeah. he just doesn't give a shit. No. And never it, stops to consider. It's so funny, because there's no, like ambiguity to it. It's not like he's sitting there like, well, you know, I I think I have to do this to stop a murder. I know right. it's it's kind of wrong to do this. He just does it. No, he doesn't give a fuck. Jumps over fences. Parkours his way and everything. And I gotta give fucking uh, the actor, Gavin McLeod, whatever his name is. Uh, I'll look it up in a second. Uh, his due, because he's like a 40-year-old man. Mm-hmm. He's hopping over shit. He's like jumping up onto a garbage can over a fence, blah, blah, blah. He's pretty agile like for a fucking nothing. old homeless reporter. Well, one of my favorite. Well, this this um this episode has a lot of like genuine creepiness to it. Yeah, where like where where the monster, the Rock Shaka, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> whenever it impersonates somebody and walks towards them, it like walks towards them. It doesn't say a word normally. Yeah. And then, yeah. Puts his hands out really wide before yeah. he murders you. That's creepy. Yeah, yeah. Go over the when sh- you see it from behind, it's the monster, and he's like getting ready to grab you. But when it's the person, it looks like he's just coming in for a hug. It's very it's odd. Real good. And then when when fucking when when Kolchak, yeah, when he like Spider Man's over the fucking uh, fence and lands, he lands and it's in this back alley behind the restaurant, and there's just. Th- 35,000 swastikas. <laughs> it's the creepiest thing. Yeah, it's a terrifying image. Like, if I jumped over a fence and landed and looked up and there was like a bunch of swastikas, I'd be like, this is <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. bad. I've seen that movie Gr- uh, Green Room. I do not need this in my life. <laughs> uh, by the way, it's Darren McGavin. Is the Darren name. McGavin. Um, so uh, he goes there. The old guy tries to shoot him with a crossbow. Uh, and Kolchak starts telling people that like it's not a big deal. He tells Vincenzo. Vincenzo has a fucking weird line in this episode. I think it's this episode. Yeah, it's definitely this episode. So Kolchak comes back and he's telling them that the guy tried to kill him with a crossbow. He's also told him at this point that there's a crazy mythological creature that's eating people in the middle of this old Jewish neighborhood. And Vincenzo's like, wait, 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 wait. A crossbow? Like that's all he gives a fuck about. He, he stops him like three times. He'd be like, wait, wait you're a, a crossbow. But then he has this line. I'm trying to find it. Uh, here it goes. It's so weird. Uh, so Kolchak is like trying to get him to run the story about this fucking rock shaka. And he's like, if you just, you know, even if you run it and people think like everyone, 90% of people think it's fake, maybe one person will be saved and they won't be murdered. They're just killing all these old people in this neighborhood. <laughs> fucking chases him out. Oh, there's a moment. So he tells him about the, the crossbow and uptight. Say there, and he's talking about the Norman conquest. I don't know. And Adenor just goes, You know, the Scots' uh, longbows were far more accurate, and that's how they were able to win. And fucking, they're just like, Oh, yeah, all right, whatever. And they get back to their conversation. So weird. Vincenzo goes in his office, sits down, and he goes, Indians, swat stickers, Norman conquest. Am I supposed to see God's design in all this? <laughs> and then they cut to the yeah. next scene. It's like, What the fuck is that? It is oddly poetic until you try to think about what it means and yeah you're just like i don't understand yeah i don't know if like they were trying to link the like the religion aspect of this episode because it's all about religion right yeah. all these little jewish people it's in this hindu mythology the norman conquest or whatever but like i don't know if they're trying to link that into this but it's just it's and it's like his delivery is wooden it's just very weird i love in this episode so um Sergeant Bilko eventually gets murdered by the the Ramshaw. A really good moment, too, because he sees it as Kolchak. Yeah. Kolchak hops over the fence, and he's looking at all these swastikas, and then the Rakshaka comes up, and it's Kolchak, and he's like, how'd you get over here, Kolchak? And Kolchak's like, I'm not over there, I'm over here. And then there's like, oh, it's the fucking Rakshaka. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was like a good a good moment. It was cool, yeah. Like, and, and so he gets like taken in by the cops, and there's this fucking... like. Interesting moment. So it's interesting because in this series, every time he gets taken in by the cops, you don't really see it. It's usually like an hour later, he's out. He's like, all right, they have nothing on me. That'll let me go. Right, right, you don't right. ever see them like interrogating him or whatever. Or like how he gets out. Yeah. yeah. So he's just in there and fucking Vincenzo shows up. And he's fucking furious at these guys. Yeah, it's so good. He's like, who the fuck? Who, who are you? What, what's your name? I've never seen you before. He knows the one guy's name. He's like, I know you. What's your name? He writes his name down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, Vincenzo. He's hot. He's hot. I, I really actually enjoyed that. Because it does remind you that, for the most part, he's he's got Kolchak's back. Yeah. Right? Uh, and he's not just this like comedic 
foil in the office. So I kind of think you needed that moment of like, yeah, like remembering that. And he does. He comes in love fucking it. Eye. He's like, Kolchak, you're out of here. And he's just fucking yelling at people. Yeah, it's great. It was yeah, really and, good. It, and it's funny because like for a second, I'm like, well, you know, Kolchak was found, you know, near these like eaten bodies. Sure. But also like. You think Kolchak ate these people? Yeah, like, yeah, what do you yeah, think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys what have you a 19-page file on Kolchak right. by now. You know that he just shows up around these things. Sure. You think he's going to eat people? You <laughs> fuck. I just love that Vincenzo got that motherfucker's name. Yeah. What's he going to do with it? I don't know. No, nothing. He's not going to do anything. <laughs> he wrote I, it down. That's all it is. But fuck. It, like, and you can see the cop. You're like, fuck, it's Thompson. Like, he's like yeah. upset about him getting his name. It's real good. Uh-huh. So the, the other There's an ongoing little bit of a story here Where Miss Emily, who's the old lady At the office And she writes uh, She's coming and she's helping write the uh, advice column uh, But it also turns out That she's trying to write a detective novel That was great And uh, what I really loved is she's like You know, I took this job because I needed more life experience To make my writing more realistic uh, you know, I, I, I was just staying in my little home and never getting out, never seeing anything. And she's like, and plus, when I get here, I get to use the typewriters and the paper's free. <laughs> I love the idea of, like, everyone working on stories. Like, Kolchak's someone's getting murdered every week and a half. Yeah. And it's just her sitting there typing her, her little stories. Yeah, yeah Just yeah, typing yeah. her tales, not a care in the world. Uh, she, but she fucking gives uh, Vincenzo some shit at one point. Because, like, the old people, like, Kolchak says something about, like, Call these old people. They'll fucking you know call the, the they'll verify or whatever. And she, it's like, oh, they're eighty old. They're probably senile. And she's like, you may be my employer, but you're walking on eggshells talking like that around me, Buster. 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 Oh, it's so good. Buster. Uh, it's such a great old lady fucking thing. Uh, <laughs> so we find out that the Indian guy who owns the restaurant is basically been he's a he's a like a like a disciple of Brahma. This Indian god, and as such, his job is to travel the world, killing Rakshakas. Whatever Rakshakas, whatever. I think it's how you say it. Sure, who cares? You know what? I just. Fu- oh my god! What? I just remembered this. Okay, you this- ran into a Rakshaka at some point. Else? Well, kind of. <laughs> I worked at a. I just remembered this. Whoa. Okay. This is so good. Okay. I worked at a goddamn restaurant in Tyson's Corner, Virginia, the Silver Diner. It's still there to this day. Okay. And this was like... They didn't burn it down after you left? (laughs) (laughs) Never. It's never going to be that same height again. So everyone who worked there, they're all... I was the only dude who was like American. Everyone that moved here... And a lot of the whole morning staff, they're all from Ethiopia. They want some kind of like work lottery, some kind of weird thing. And the people at night, a lot of them were from Kazakhstan. Okay. This is right when fucking Borat came out. <laughs> and so they had no idea what this was. And it was so funny because people from Kazakhstan look nothing like Borat does, like at all. Right. They look yeah, kind of yeah, Asian. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they, they didn't know what it was. And it was so funny because I'd walk by tables. I could tell who was talking. they were talking about because like the people at the table would be like, yeah. And then he's just like, my wife. And like, <laughs> and, like the Kazakh people were like, oh, okay. They have no idea what the whole point of this whole diatribe is that there was a woman I work with there named Raksha, okay? And and she actually lives in town here, which is fucking weird. True. But um she one of the she was from Nepal and one of the people that I work with, one of the Nepali guys was like, Oh yeah, you should uh you're not saying her name correctly. I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh, her name's pronounced Rakshas. I'm like, all right. So uh, next time I see her, I'm like, hey, what's up, Rakshas? And she got real mad because Rakshas means monster. 
I just remembered that whole thing. Oh, wow. Holy shit, dude. That I never put weird. that together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then years ago, I was teaching English as a second language here in Austin. As like a, it was like this volunteer thing I forget, for IACT was the name of, of, of the thing. It was like these refugees. And I remember some of them were from Nepal. And I was like, I'll tell them the story. And I told them, like, yeah, so I called it Rakshas. Fucking weird, right? And they were like, well, why is that funny? And I'm yeah. like, because <laughs> it means monster. And they're like, yeah. And yeah, I'm just that's, not, that's not funny. Yeah, like yeah. that's not her you name. You called this woman a monster. Yeah, funny about that. And I was like, well, no, but it's kind of funny because I didn't know what it meant. And they were like, I guess. Can we just learn English, please? <laughs> I'm like, all right, sorry. <laughs> that's why it's rock. Sh- Man, that's yeah, fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Man, there's a fucking whole world out it's there, a small dude. Small world, dude. Uh, there's a great moment where Kolchak comes back. He breaks back into that man's apartment after he tried to kill him with a crossbow. <laughs> Doesn't give a fuck. There's no fucks. Uh, and rightfully so, by the way. This man has... Or, so he's covered his house because the swastika is... Uh, as a symbol, it wards off evil spirits. Yeah. So he's protecting his home. But he just travels the world killing Rakshakas uh, his whole life. But now he's getting old. He doesn't know if he can do it anymore. He's real sick. Uh-huh. So Kolchak comes in on him. And he's like saying a prayer or whatever. And he looks up and he's like, no, 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 Rakshaka. And Kolchak says, I'm not the Rakshaka. I'm the Kolchak. <laughs> Fucking great. So good. Just hasn't having a fucking wherewithal to drop a little zinger when like everything's going to shit. I Everything. Love I love it so much. Uh, basically, he tells him yeah, to kill the rock shocker, you have to use a crossbow, which I don't believe for one second as like the myth dates back to like way before fucking oh, crossbows. There's no, yeah. But, uh, but whatever. That's the You have to use a Behringer 357. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh,. <laughs> But he tells uh, he tells uh, tells me yeah you got to use this crossbow and Kolchak's like well let me get you a hospital he's like no I have to kill the Rakshaka it's my duty and Kolchak's like I'll fucking kill it and he tells him oh it's gonna come to you with somebody you trust uh, so like I know it's gonna be hard <laughs> two cops get killed I actually really enjoyed that scene except for like why didn't they talk to each other at all uh, so these two cops are on patrol in, in the neighborhood and they've been told to keep an eye out because oh, of all yeah. these murders and. They come across, there's like some guy, like some commotion in the alley, and they look, and it's the Rock Shaka, but they don't know it because the first cop goes, Oh, that's, that's Sergeant, whoever the fuck, Sergeant Lawson will say. Uh, I thought you were in the hospital. And then the other cop goes, What the hell is my mom doing here? And they, neither one of them have a moment to be like, What do you, no, I, that's Sergeant Lawson. And you know, it's my mom. No, the guy's like, What's my mom doing in this alley? And he just storms off down the alley to go check on his mom, and he's immediately killed, uh, and he kills the other cop. But uh, so uh, so it comes to you as somebody you trust. Kolchak's out wandering. He's looking for the rock shotgun. He's got this fucking crossbow. Nobody's questioning this man with a crossbow in the fucking middle of Chicago. Nobody nope. gives a fuck. Whatever, it's fine. Wearing that dopey hat. It's just if I saw that, it'd be like, well, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. how it ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just killed by some fucking weirdo with a crossbow. Murdered by a traveling salesman. Ah, yeah. oh, I sell crossbows oddly enough. <laughs> I'll show you how it works. Demonstration and shoot you. Uh, <laughs> it fucking hurts, right? Yeah. You should buy two. Uh, so he sees he sees Emily, the old lady from the office, and she's and but here's this is where I feel like it kind of falls apart a little bit because like you said earlier, the monster's always silent. It always just fucking appears and looks like you, and then kind of walks up on you, and then you're like, oh, that's fucking Steve or whoever, and then it kills you. But immediately, with Kolchak and this old lady, the old lady's like, oh, hey, I've been following you because I wanted to work on a case. 
for I, I I knew it wasn't gonna happen, but fuck, I really wanted Kolchak to just shoot this fucking old lady, and it's just the old lady. But he's that would have been so fucking great because he's like, I just you know, you know, I'm working on this novel, and I just wanted to get some be on a real case and see what it's like. And Kolchak keeps going like, Hey, stop walking! If you don't stop walking, I'm gonna have to shoot you with this fucking crossbow. And eventually shoots her, and it turns out to be the Rakshaka. But the fact that it talks. To Kolchak. Yeah, it's a little... It feels cheap, because it's like, out. it's obviously done just to do have this moment uh, where it's like, oh, is it her or isn't it her? But, like, that would have been just as effective if it had been done the other way. Like, right. The way it had been done throughout the rest of the episode. So it just felt, that little moment felt a little cheap to me. Yeah. Yeah, that was that that was, that was was almost a cop-out, I think, for, for her to talk like that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was... Yeah, I, I just... Here's a question... So earlier in the episode, where first of all, I didn't. It took me a second to realize what they were talking about. There's a character, one of those old Jewish men at the beginning, is from an earlier episode. Yes, which is pretty interesting. I wonder why. I, it's weird. So one of the old Jewish guys at the poker game Cole, says to Kolchak, "Hey, weren't you the health inspector?" And I, I think he was the guy in the basement of the apartment. He was the guy in the basement. Yeah, where the. I think it was the Indian or whatever. Yeah, so he had to uh, where the where the where the tra- where the street musician. Yeah, it was, no, it's the Perflo Perflo May, the Cajun monster. Oh, the Cajun thing. Yeah, right, it was right. it was one of those two. I forget which one. Because it was the street. There's a guy who's like a street performer. Okay, yeah, it was it was a Cajun. He yeah. went there to to have his nightly martini, which yep. was a joint, and he got killed in the basement. So it was that guy. I'm pretty sure. So he. So that- it's an interesting callback to like not really other than to have this moment of hey, we're. I know you come around lying to people. Like, yeah, I kind of wonder why they did that because there's in that scene he's like, "Oh, we're, we're, aren't you the health inspector?" Because that's who he impersonated in another fucking felony thing he did, and he was just like, "Oh no, that's my brother." And then they just moved on. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. Like, yeah, well, yeah, okay, yeah. whatever. So I thought that was kind of interesting. But one of those dudes is talking to a cop and he's saying something in Yiddish. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah, cops yeah. like, "I don't know what you're saying." Dang, yeah, and Kolchak translates it. Yiddish, yeah. Is Kolchak Jewish? Uh, I don't. I mean, he's never. Know? He's never been told to be Jewish. Kolchek to me sounds like Slavic or yeah. Polish or something. Uh, it might just be one of those things where, like, you know, he grew up in a city around. Yeah, he, he might just know it. Yeah. Pick up some Yiddish terms. Uh, that's not uncommon. God, Yiddish uh, rules. There's a yeah. It's kind of like a, like if I could learn a language, I feel like that would be a fun one. Colin Powell learned Yiddish as really? a young man. Fucking weird, right? Yeah, I didn't, that's an odd one. He worked for these uh, dudes who, I guess, spoke Yiddish, and he just learned it. And I guess, yeah. like, he just said people were always saying things about him. And he's like, I don't think he ever <laughs> said anything. Fucking Yiddish dickbags. But he's yeah. like, hey, bro, I know what you're saying in yeah, his yeah, head, yeah, which yeah. is fucking great. I had a, a friend who was in the Air Force, and he had this really expensive mo- uh, mountain bike. Like, he was, like, kind of, I don't know, he was, like, semi-pro or some shit. Wow. So he had this, like... You know, multiple thousand dollar fucking mountain bike with all these parts, and he had left it outside a bathroom, and the garbage truck picked it up and fucking threw it in the back and just fucking crushed it to pieces. Oh my god! Um, and he was stationed in Japan at the time, and he was like went to the people in charge of whatever of this like base or whatever they were on who were Japanese, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, you guys destroyed a fucking five thousand dollar mountain bike or whatever." And they just started talking in Japanese to each other. And be like, "These fucking GIs aren't here. We just stonewall them for fucking two months. They'll leave. We'll never have to deal with this." But he spoke fucking fluent Japanese, so he just went back at them in Japanese, like, "No motherfucker, I'm gonna oh, be here." Shit. Oh god, it's a moment I wish was mine. Like I wish I could have that moment. Yeah, how fucking gangster you would feel. You would in that feel moment. so great. <laughs> it's not even a romance language. There's no, yeah, no yeah, loan yeah. words. There's yeah. nothing. Oh my. God. 
God. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, Kolchak has a great moment at the end where he, he tells... Uh, so he shoots the old lady with the crossbow. She has a very ridiculous amount of padding in the front of her shirt when yeah. she is shot. When it was, it's very funny. It looks like she literally just put a couch cushion in It's like square. It's a real fake. Then she turns into the rock. Shaka dies. He kills it. Now here's my question. There's just a fucking monster in the street with a fucking crossbow bolt in the Yeah, chest. how do they cover that? What off? next? <laughs> like, you just, I think he just left. Went I think he just went back to the office. My work here is done. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think he did anything. And he gets back to the office and he's doing a voiceover and he's like, you know, I think Emily would like the fact that uh, it, the Rakshaka came to me as her because it means that I trust her. Uh, but it also means that I shot her in the fucking chest with a crossbow, so maybe I'll just keep it to myself, which I very much enjoyed. Yeah, it's fun. I love the idea of like that's what's keeping him... From not telling her, not the not the fact that she'd be like, "Oh, you're insane! Right. Oh, you shot a Hindu monster god <laughs> that looks like me." <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Kolchak. Right. Well, to be fair, he's got a corpse. He does have proof this time. <laughs> he should have proof this time. I right? never even thought about that. Which brings us to episode twelve, Mister Ring. Mister Ring. What do you think of this episode, man? Okay. So I just I really enjoyed the episode, the horror in the heights, whatever it's called. Well, yeah, horror in the heights was. The so th- this one compared to that is is a letdown uh, because um, I just because it ends it. up just being fucking short circuit at the end. Is that why it was weird? <laughs> it was odd because it's like you're sort of I I, I feel like. You're kind of prepped to think this is going to be a crazy reveal or crazy conspiracy, and really it's just not. It's just like, no, they just built a robot. You're like, but what? Okay, here's I – was, I was very excited when it opened because – so it opens like pretty much all these episodes open. Kolchak talking to a voice recorder, end of the mystery, and it's going to flash back and tell the story of what happened. And But he's like – he's disoriented and he's confused and he's like, I don't know the – like, it feels like I just left, but that can't be right, because I must have left a while ago, but it feels like I've always been here. And he says, he's like, I spent days far away in the hands of men with no faces and no names. Yeah. Which I was like, oh, that fucking place from Game of Thrones? Uh-huh. <laughs> but, uh... But you find out that, like... Like, he, keep, he keeps talking, and it's, very, it's clear that, like, oh, he stumbled onto some shit he's not supposed to know, and the fucking government yeah. took him. And I was like, oh, that could be cool. Yep. Like, the fucking finally somebody, like, one of these crazy mystery plots is, like, the government's involved, and now he's caught up in that. And he's, like, talking about how they fucking pumped him full of drugs and broke down his memory so he wouldn't remember all this shit. I was like, oh, this is going to be fucking awesome. They never fucking cover that part of it at all. No. <laughs> the whole story happens, which is, spoiler alert, he's chasing a killer robot. And at the end of the episode... He, they find a robot, the government shows up, I guess they take him, and then it cuts back to the desk. We don't They're, know shit about what happened. Yeah. I was so mad. Also, like, I don't I don't I don't I don't know. Like I don't It it sets you up like it's like I said, it's gonna be some sort of this crazy story and yeah. like a crazy conspiracy. Yeah. It's just they they just built a kind of strong robot. <laughs> to be fair, it's a pretty strong robot. To be more fair, it is the shittiest robot ever. It is clearly a man in a beige bodysuit. <laughs> There's nothing robotic about him except that over where the face would be is like diodes and dots. 
but literally everything else is just a man in skin-tight bodysuit. So you see, like, his musculature and the way his fingers move. There's nothing robotic about him except the face and the fact that he just beeps all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, he's trying to, like, sneak up on shit, and it's just boop, boop, beep, boop, dip, boop, beep, beep, boop. Like, yeah. just constantly booping and beeping. Just <laughs> <sighs> a beep-booping son of a bitch. <laughs> and, like, he could so... <laughs> so Kolchak is in trouble with Vincenzo because he wasn't where he was supposed to be. And this story about some trial, big trial in San Francisco gets given to Uptight. And Kolchak's very mad about it. And now he has to cover a, uh, auto, a uh, obituary, which is like the lowest rung on the ladder in reporting circles or whatever, about some guy named Dr. Avery, who we find out is the guy this robot has killed and escaped. The robot... The robot escapes, and he's got this beeping, booping diode face. So he gets like a blue plastic mask that he covers his face with, and then he breaks into and then breaks into is is a, is a strong term because it sort of implies stealth. <laughs> he smashes his way into a funeral home in the middle of the day, right? He's and it's to me it was very funny. He has this like metallic suitcase and he's just smacking cops and kicking down walls. Uh, and we find out that all he stole was Mortician's putty they used to, like, rebuild faces or whatever, and, like, some makeup or whatever, uh, which he uses to make a much worse mask than the one he was already wearing. He looks like a melting <laughs> Easter Island fucking looking. Yeah, it's terrifying. It is so much scarier than the fucking plastic mask he had on in the first place. It's so funny because it's like... Yeah, when you see him coming out of the, you know, uh, uh, undertake, well, fucking yeah, yeah, funeral, whatever, he, like, <laughs> you kind of forget, at first, you don't really, th- like, I kind of, I don't know if you I You don't just, think of him as a robot because he moves like a human being yeah. in a bodysuit the whole time. And it's, it kind of slipped my mind, I guess, what he was doing. So in my head, I'm like, is he leaving a bank? Like, he's leaving a, like, what's going on here? And then you find out, you're, then you're talking to, like, the uh, the cosmetic guy, and you're like, wait, what? what's going on? Like, it's a little confusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah, to yeah. what exactly is happening. <laughs> so what I really, I would like to speak about that cosmetic guy. So he's clearly the undertaker, but he keeps going, no, cosmetician. Yeah. Because he, like, does the makeup on the fa- on the bodies or whatever. Like, I fucks dead bodies. <laughs> that guy creep. was a fucking creep. I wrote down here, like, this guy could be a monster in his own episode. He's a fucking nightmare. He's, like, six foot five. He's got, like, white blonde hair that matches his skin tone exactly. And he just keeps going, no, cosmetician. In in an accent that doesn't exist. It's not, like, in a discernible accent of any language. It's just a made-up noise he's making. He, like, his skull, it looks like it's trying to jump out of his skin. He's just a weird-looking dude with a weird, made-up voice. Everything about him is terrifying. Uh Uh-huh. A weird dignity to him, too, which I don't like. (laughs) I don't like that. Where where it's just like... um, He is very fucking, uh, like, he holds himself uh, well. Cosmetician. You you slather paint on dead bodies, you sicko. You make your living off other people's death. How (laughs) dare you? You weren't a suit, you asshole. Yeah, he should, like, I feel like you should have... That should be, like, a journeyman... You shouldn't wear a suit. You should wear like a jumpsuit or like yeah. overalls. It should be a, a craftsman position. Absolutely. Uh, uh, so, Jack runs into a couple ladies in this episode. Mm-hmm. The first lady is the wife of the doctor who's killed, who I loved because she's just drunk in the middle of the day and Amazing. not giving a fuck about anything. She's like, you want a drink? No? More for me. She don't give a shit. 
Uh, and she don't give a shit about her husband being dead. Not even she's, a little. She's so happy he's gone so she can move on. He's, and, and what I really enjoy is it's basically she doesn't care about her husband being dead because he was a fucking nerd. It's what it boils down to. We find out that, like, this other, so there's another doctor, a female scientist who was like a, a like a computer scientist, whatever. They were working together on this ring project, which is essentially making this robot. And when they got together, they would talk shop. And it fucking so fucking like you ever been bored to tears? No, I mean physically bored to the point where you're sick and you want someone to die. That's what happened to me every time he opened his nerd mouth. Like she's so mad about him being a scientist. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it to pieces. And I love that like the fucking the two her like her dead husband and like this other lady they're like oh yeah she's kind of implying that they're having an affair but sure. it's like an intellectual affair yeah, she's yeah, like the yeah, most yeah. nerdy shit because they can just ever. both talk about fucking microcircuitry or whatever oh god uh Kolchak then goes to this, so Kolchak can't get into the base where this robot is or wherever this ring project is happening he doesn't know it's a robot we all fucking know it's a robot uh, they won't let him in. He tries his sneaky moves of like, oh, I'm with that guy. That's literally his sneakiest move. He follows the colonel up the up the thing, and the guy's like, where are you going? He's like, oh, I'm with the colonel. Colonel who? Colonel Bat. <laughs> like, he's just fucking not even trying. Uh, but he finds out that there's a, a woman scientist who is like this guy's partner, so he tracks her down. And he is a gross creep from the moment he knocks on the door. Oh, he yeah. thinks he's being funny, but he's being a fucking creep. He says that, like, so he's like, uh, he, he knocks on the door and he says something about, like, telephone man. And she goes, what? And she opens the door and he's like, ring? Like, that's supposed to be, like, some sar- like sarcastic, like, clever fucking line. And she's like, what? There's like a, can I help you? Like, she's so, like, I don't know who you are. He just barges into her fucking apartment. It's funny because... I'm with INS. Who gives a fuck? Also, Get out of my house! Also, like, no, who, no one knows that What means. that means? I, it's funny because her reaction to that is is kind of, like, the most realistic moment of the episode where, like, it's, there's, like, a seven-second pause. <laughs> where she's, like, kind of trying to figure she, out what's happening. Where there's just no... Not a word is said. <laughs> and, and, like, and that's probably what happened. It's like, if, it's, if that happened, if someone knocked on my door and I answered it and he went... Ring? Yeah. And just looked at me expectantly. I would probably just look at him and be like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't. What am I supposed to say to this? Right. Like, I don't know what, what any of this shit means." Um, Ring. He is a creep yep. the whole time. He's like trying to get her to talk about classified information, which she won't do. Uh, she says, "He says to her, uh, you really sound like the stereotype of the cold lady scientist.' What stereotype is that?" Is that I, a, I don't know. Is that a 70s stereotype? Cold lady scientist. Yes. Yeah. But then he's like, he starts going like, you don't look the part. You're very pretty with a, quite the body under that whatever dress and beautiful legs. And she's just going, like, just, yeah. just being a fucking creep. And she's multiple times like, been like, can you please leave my house? Yeah. Uh, and he's just describing her body to her like yeah. a fucking creep. Yeah, you know, it's like you're a scientist, but I'd love to fuck those tits. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, come on, Kolchak. Kolchak, stop being gross. She has a master's degree. She's a scientist. Hey, I don't care if she's a fucking dum-dum, uh, a stewardess or something. Stop talking <laughs> to her like that. that. Show her some fucking respect, you creep. <laughs> Uh, at which point, a giant man comes out of the uh, bathroom, like, 
Hash, like she, he says something about like her legs, and she he comes out and says like, "How'd you like a couple of broken legs of your own or whatever?" And yeah, he's, like, shaving, and he's this huge man in like a red robe, and Kolchak is still like wising off to him. Yeah, she's like, "I've asked him to leave a couple times now," and Kolchak's like, "All right, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going." It's like, you know, you look good in red or whatever. I really wanted that guy to punch Kolchak. He was not cool. Yeah, it's weird that that gigantic man who was like clearly sh- in the middle of shaving. Like, it's funny because I just wonder. How much of that conversation you heard before is like, well, I should probably do something. I just love the fact that, like, the conversation went on for like a minute or two before it's like, okay, I should probably go in there. It's like, yeah, she's yeah, clearly yeah, uncomfortable. Let that happen. You heard her ask him to leave like three times. Yeah. Um, basically, and Kolchak spends most of the episode like going to people saying, what's ring? What is ring? What is ring? And we find out it's an acronym for some horseshit, right? So. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Integrated neuralistic genomes. Who gives a fuck? Um, but he's just furious that no one will tell him what's happening. And they're like, it's fucking classified. And he's like, I don't care. I pay taxes. He's like a fucking right wing Tea Party asshole. I pay taxes. I need to know the truth. Yeah. Uh, so I can report the news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he has my favorite moment in this episode where so. Heat's coming down on Vincenzo. He's supposed to take him off the case. He tells uh, Kolchak, he's like, oh, you know what? I need you to go cover that men in home trial, that uptight song, because he fucked up. And I'll put you up in a nice hotel, and you'll go get crack cat, uh, cracked crab at Buco's or whatever. And uh, Kolchak's like, ah, that fucking heat's coming down. They don't want me to cover this story. And they're like, yeah, because it's fucking classified. You're trying to publish classified information, you asshole. Uh, so Kolchak says, he's like, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. And he tells him, you know, when they show the government, like, what your tax dollars go to, and it's a pie. And there's one wedge of pie for defense, and there's another wedge of pie for social programs, and there's another wedge of pie for what I'm called. Then she's like, yeah, yeah, I get it. Fucking pie. Speed it up. He goes, well, what they don't tell you is that it's actually pie a la mode. Your tax dollar is a pie, but then there's this extra secret scoop of a la mode, that no one will tell you about it. And what if you went to Martin's, and you ordered pie a la mode, and they wouldn't tell you what kind of ice cream they were going to put on it. And maybe they were going to put some horrible chocolate chip, or Rocky Road. And Vincenzo's like, oh, I don't, I don't like Rocky Road. Kolchak convinces Vincenzo to let him keep covering a story that the government is telling him he's not allowed to, by... Describing an ice cream he doesn't like. <laughs> yeah, it fucking works. It works. It works. hundred percent. He signs his fucking waiver, or whatever. He's like, yeah, go do what you got to do. I hate Rocky Road. I just love that coach that's looking at him like, I don't have to bring a fucking pie and ice cream. That's fat fuck will fucking fat asshole. Go yeah, along yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And it worked. It worked hundred percent. You got it. The guy's like, yeah, we'll run the story, no problem. Suppose your tax money was like a French fry. You like salt on your fries, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do. Keep going. Like, what are you <laughs> talking about? This metaphor makes no sense. Yeah, it was real fucking dumb. We find out that, uh... So, essentially, the robot comes. He's stolen this this uh, putty from the mortician. He's made this terrible bubblegum mask that he's wearing now, trying to hide as a person. Uh... <laughs> Which I feel like just put on like a pair of pants. No one will be able to tell the difference. Yeah, it's Stop like Stop beeping for five minutes and maybe you can pass. Also, you're putting on a mask that mouths and the mouth and the eyes can't move. So like who are you gonna <laughs> yeah, fool? Yeah, yeah. You're a nightmare. Uh if a blind person felt your face, yeah. it'd be like, This is clearly a mask. <laughs> right. Like what uh I know I can't see, but Jesus Christ. Uh the robot comes and kidnaps the 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 cold lady scientist. 
Kolchak kind of tracks her down because he thinks she's in danger. We find out it's fucking short circuit, right? The robot is not really dangerous. It killed the one guy because the, he was going to shut him down and he didn't want to die because uh, he has become sentient. And he's only freaked out because he's trying to hide and make himself up, like more appealing to humans. Uh, and he's scared. And she's like, see, look, talk to him. Like, you can understand. And he's like, Kolchak's like, what time is it? Which is a weird question to ask yeah. a sentient robot. Ask it any question you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he asks what time it is. And I do like that the robot's like, that's a fucking dumb question. Like, yeah. the robot's literally like, uh, I'm a supercomputer. It would be a waste of my time to answer that question. You saw me fuck all those cops up. Right. I mean, that's the question you're going to ask yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I actually did kind of get a kick out of that moment. And then Kolchak asks it, like... Uh, to tell pie to X number of places and who's the father of psychology. And then he asks, like, what's the difference between right and wrong? And the robot can't answer because robots don't know that. But then the scientist is like, bitch, you can't answer that question. I would be able. <laughs> I don't, yeah. He's like, philosophers don't know how to answer that question. It's not a thing. And then he's like, who, ha- who has more right to life, you or Dr. Avery, who's the doctor he killed? At which point the government shows up which is like the army, and they've got a bunch of guns or whatever. And I, I was kind of in and out at this point, because I was getting I was getting the podcast set up. Did they, did they shoot it? How did they kill the so, robot? Okay, so what happens is they basically are like, they, the, the government shows up to get the robot back, I guess, and then... Uh, <laughs> I like that Kolchak's like, I'll go distract them, and he walks out, and he's like, hey guys, what's going on? Yeah! Hey, what's up with your pants? Hey. I like your shirt! Like, he's just <laughs> doing... Fucking... Hey, how's your mother? How's your father? Yeah, yeah, he's just riffing on these it's fucking weird, armed yeah. military guys. Uh, it's it's odd. So, like, they they grab the lady away, which makes uh, the, the Mr. Robot guy mad, so he tries, he tries to fight him, and they shoot him once in the chest and defeat him. And it's and it was it was it was oddly refreshing in a series where every bad guy just takes bullet after bullet yeah, after yeah, bullet. Yeah, yeah. This mother, this poor sack of circuits gets shot once, done, yeah, just yeah, defeated. Yeah. And you're like, well, oh <laughs> shit, that's right, it's a computer, and right? That's it's, what yeah, it's would just happen. A robot, yeah, you just broke its circuits. Uh, at which point, the government just takes Kolchak. Kolchak's like, hey, what are you doing? And they like drag him out. And I was like, oh, fucking awesome. This is where, like, the crazy fucking government shit's going to start. No, we just flashed it at him at his desk, and he's like, I can't even be sure if what I'm remembering is what really happened. I'm like, well, then what the fuck are we doing here? Why are we watching this? If this, this? story is so unreliable, then what am I doing watching this hour of, of television? Uh, I, there were moments in it that I enjoyed, yeah. and, I, and I feel like the opening was so interesting that I gave it more time to unfold than I would have. At which point I just got more disappointed when nothing actually happened. Yeah. So I just felt let down by how cool that opening was. Yeah, it definitely, like I said earlier, sets you up for an interesting episode and and it just doesn't really deliver. And I do think there's also a part of it that's like, it's hard, like we live in 2017, so it's hard to watch like future technology from 1975 yeah. or whatever the show is from because it's just fucking dumb and like he even says at one point he's like you know how they say by 1984 the computers will rule us no no, no. I, don't, I don't remember people saying that and so like I don't know I, and uh, also they didn't I mean, no at all I, who said I mean that? I, I don't know you see people looking at their phones all the time well you know <laughs> you're making a pretty good point about society man 
Uh, they should have those old Jewish dudes show up at the end. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You call this a computer. Like you shoot it once, it stops working. Yeah. You want, I should call IT. Yeah, it stops working. I've been working 75 years <laughs> in the garment field. Never stopped working. We should have fucked with our clothing off. Yeah. <laughs> that was such a weird... I loved uh, it. it God, I love it. Yeah, I kind of really want that, like... I, I really want that guy who was like a callback to a previous episode to just keep showing up. Yeah. And be like, no, motherfucker, I know you. Like, just be mad. I really wanted to keep coming back. Play some Penny Ante for our game. Yeah. Uh, you got anything you want to plug coming up? Uh, just it should hopefully be out in the morning. So. Okay, cool, man. Uh, yeah, fucking uh, just f- you can. I have a podcast too. Go to storytellers dot com storytelling podcast, or just follow me on Twitter at Pat Dean. I'll have shows and, and stuff and, and musings at midnight. Uh, a lot of midnight musings, and they're is that a real thing? Do you have midnight musings? Sometimes you know what happens. You ever do? Th- you ever do this? You ever like be awake and you're like hell yeah, like you write stuff. Then you wake up the next day and you look at it and you're like, well, oh, I don't know stupid. what I was yeah, thinking yeah. of. <laughs> like, one, one time I, I woke up, I looked at my Twitter, and it just said, just sneezed on my dick. I'm like, you know, does the world need to know nope, this? No, like, that's kind of funny, I guess, but, like, you don't need to tell people everything. Right. You fuck. So, yeah, follow me at Pat Dean, yeah, please. For, some, for such for gems. Some, for some dick sneezing. I just sneezed on my dick. It happens, ladies. <laughs> di- yeah. Oh, I'm not going to apologize for being a man. Right? Fellas? No, you should probably apologize. Uh, <laughs> History has shown us what to think. Yeah, apologize for being mad. White we're we're men. horrible you creatures. Too, uh, um, uh, if you're in Austin Saturday night, I'm headlining a benefit at the New Movement. All proceeds will go to the Standing Rock Legal Defense Fund. So that's going to be fun. Myself, Christina Parrish, Ola New is on that. I'm headlining Punch on the 21st. So that's Tuesday night. Come out to that. Uh, the Sting is back the first Wednesday of the month, which I believe is the first this in March. Uh, so come out to The Sting at uh, King Bee Lounge. It's always a super fun time. Uh, I will be... A, I'm headlining Cap City in May. That's too far off. Uh, also in May, I'll be in Las Vegas. This you can plan for. If you're in Vegas, you've asked me to come. I'm coming. I'm, headli- I'm not headlining. I'm a part of the Crapshoot Comedy Festival uh, May 18th through the 20th. So keep your eyes open for that. I'll probably uh, be telling jokes at a coffee shop while you're doing that in Las Vegas. So have fun. Uh, if you like the show, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Five stars, please. It really helps us. Tell your friends. That helps us more. And we will see you next week. Bye.